0: The crisp October wind whipped through the Harvard football stadium, sending a shiver down Mackenzie Duncan's spine. She was always the one to feel the chill of fall first, and first to freeze come winter. Mackenzie did not like the cold weather of Massachusetts. The roar of the crowd was almost deafening, and the scent of spilled beer and overpriced hot dogs filled her senses, making her wonder why she ever thought coming to the big game was a good idea. Perhaps it made her feel like she could fit in. Perhaps, she felt, if she could just make it through one normal outing in her first year of college, she had a chance of the amazing experience her mother continued to rant about since she received her acceptance letter back in the spring. Remember to find the fun in college, Mackenzie. Despite what you think, college is not all about books. She tried telling her mother that she enjoyed books. As long as she could remember, she had immersed herself in fantasy worlds provided by the wonderful imagination of authors. Her lack of typical teenage behavior did not impress her mother. Touchdown! Harvard takes the lead! The obnoxiously loud commentator yelled into the microphone, sending his shrieking voice cascading through the sold-out stadium. The crowd cheered and Mackenzie stood with the rest of her classmates and clapped along, taking in the scene before her. Beers were clinked, others were chugged, but mostly they were spilled during the celebratory hugs between the final club members that acted as if they ruled the school. For all Mackenzie knew, they probably did. Final clubs were clubs for the elite, the rich, the students who had the money to go to Harvard without ever having to apply for financial aid or scholarship. Most of them were legacies, third or fourth or even fifth-generation Harvard men. Everything in life had been given to them and Mackenzie hated the fact that she was jealous. Mackenzie stood to move farther away from the group, hoping the distance would allow her to pretend that they were not even there. If she could make it up to the top corner of the bleachers, she could sit through the rest of the game, have that one normal college experience, then get back to her studio apartment in time to get her paper on the mythology of ancient Egypt finished. If that went well, she might even get a full five hours sleep before having to get up for her shift at the local coffee shop. She took two steps, then remembered the scarf she had brought, knowing she would be cold. As she turned around, she bumped right into Todd Neely, president of the most affluent of the final clubs. Sorry, I didn't mean to run into you. I just need my scarf and you can have the seat. Mackenzie avoided his face. He had the bluest eyes and the blondest hair. He was muscular and tall and damn near perfect. The problem was, he knew it. No, it's my fault. I should have seen you. I mean, there is just so much of you. How did I miss you, right? He smirked at his buddies as Mackenzie's face grew warm with embarrassment. Then the embarrassment was gone, and she was left with rage. Mackenzie had a temper. She knew she wasn't the perfect size two that all the guys seemed to want, but she rarely considered herself a large woman. You're right. There is just so much woman here that you really wouldn't know what to do, would you? You claim to have not seen me. I just think that you have never had the luxury of touching a real woman. You had to find the opportunity to do so. Now, if you will excuse me, I will be going. She grabbed her scarf from the seat and tried to leave. Todd grabbed her arm, his fingers digging into her skin, keeping her from moving. I don't know who you think you are but you better apologize for speaking to me that way. Do you know who I am? Of course I know who you are. You make it your mission in life to make sure every student here knows exactly who you are, who your father is, and who his father was. Here's a little hint. You are an ass. You have a rich father who gives you free rein to spend whatever you want. Any girl you have ever been with, has known you were an ass, and just really liked that pretty pocketbook of yours. Oh, one last piece of advice? Never touch me again. My daddy did teach me a thing or two before he landed himself in prison, so I suggest you remove your hand now. Mackenzie's little speech did nothing to help the situation she found herself in. The look on Todd's face went from annoyance to sheer murderous anger. His grip tightened on her arm.